Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. It's that time of year again, and if your guy or your girl's got a beard and you want to celebrate with them, why not buy them some Phoenix Beard Oils? We've got great holiday scents that make you just cream your jeans. So check out phoenixbeardoils.com and give somebody the bird for the holiday season. Ho, ho. Motherfucking ho. Greetings, everyone. It's that time of year again. No matter what you're celebrating this holiday season, Amazon has gifts for everyone. Go to D2RPN.com and click the Amazon banner and help out the D2R Podcast Network. Happy holidays from everyone here at the D2R Podcast Network. question comment or concern 872-242-8311 or maybe you'd just like to hear your voice instead of ours 872-242-8311 then call the d2r podcast network hotline at usa chat 311 that's 872-242-8311 872-242-8311 no matter the time or day you can call 24 7 and operators will be standing by 872-242-8311 your call is important to us. 872-242-8311. So once again, USA Chat 311. 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. Update from last episode. Yes. I didn't beat the shit out of my dog. Oh. Um, my dog needed to go outside and take a shit. Oh, very nice, very nice. Yeah. Um, not sure what context, like, uh, the listeners are hearing this from, like, Monday to a Friday or from Friday to a Monday, but uh, if you don't remember, at the end of last episode, my dog was whining a lot. and Throughout just, the whole fucking episode. Yes, don't just, just sugarcoat it to the last part. It's the whole goddamn motherfucking no, cocksucking episode. really bad at the end. Um, it's driving me fucking nuts. I wanted to go postal and kill people. Whoa. Yikes. But I didn't. No. I stayed here. And you behaved. Hanged out. Hanged out? Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyways. I'm at that tired, overtired stage where things don't come quite out like I want to. I can tell. <laughs> it's going to be really great for the fucking podcast. 
podcast? Chodecast? Yeah. So, in a week here... Um, what? Uh, making a Murderer Part 2 coming out. Fucking stellar. Uh, that's pretty exciting, right? That's awesome, like a penis in your face. Looks going to be one of those episodes, huh? <laughs> no, why not? <laughs> we haven't had one of those in a while. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like Dave drunk. <laughs> but he's just tired. Um, yes. So It's really bright in here. Is it? Yeah. You ever dim it? No, I had to take my hat off because the fucking thing in the top gets pushed into my head with the headphones. Oh. It's getting a headache. Just don't wear a fucking hat. I wear a hat because it keeps the sun and the bright lights out of my eyes. I'm a vampire. Oh. Bright lights hurt me. I have sensitive, fragile eyes. That sucks, man. Yeah, man. Have you been up to uh, Twisted Crypt yet? Negatory Ghost Rider fuckface. We should go up there and do a podcast or something. Let's do that. Now, the shitty thing is it's not going to come out during their season. Fuck them. But we could probably do... Something live up there at some point. For show, why not? Um, not this weekend. Well, no, not next weekend either. <laughs> why? Because next week is my birthday. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. No. Kind of. It's uh, be the week weekend. That's you like, your your birthday is on a Monday. I know, but that would be like the weekend that yeah. I would be. Literally, I have uh, hockey games all fucking. In the following too. weekend, I'll be in Phoenix. Yeah. And I'm Although we could do it the twentieth. I'm gonna be starting my uh my week off of work shutdown too. We could do it the twentieth because we come back on the twentieth. Yeah. We'll figure something out. Yeah. To be continued. Yeah. People will literally be hearing that episode in like Christmas time. That's fine. People well, like Halloween all year round. Hell yeah. So it'll be a nice interesting little thing. Yeah. Uh so you mentioned something earlier about uh mm-hmm. being being irritated about the the text you got from Trump. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, so why were you? All right. So not. I wasn't irritated. I was disappointed. Oh, disappointed. So the day before the text, my security guard at work comes up to me. He's like, "Hey, tomorrow two eighteen, Trump's sending you a text." I'm like, "What?" It came at one eighteen though. Well, it was two eighteen their time. Yeah. But anyways, he's like, "I was like, what are you talking about?" I was like, "Yeah, it's on the news. Uh, president's going to send everybody a text tomorrow two eighteen." All right, cool, whatever. So, uh, 118, everybody's phone in the office, the two of us that are there. Does the Amber Alert sound? I, yeah, and I pulled up, and I'm like, that's not a text. It's uh, just a fucking, that's just like an up, like a notification. It's not a text. A text is shown in my text messages spot. So, I open it up, and it just says, this is a test of the emergency fuck your dick system. And I'm like, that's it? That's all this was, this big hype of, oh, President's sending a text, yes. And, and that's all it was. I, I was really let down. I'm thinking it was something cool, like, hey, we're going to fucking invade Poland, and we're going we're gonna to fuck monkeys in the ass, or something cool. What the fuck? And I get, this is a test of the emergency broadcast system. This is only a test. That's not me. even what it said. Something gay like that. What did it say? It, so I have a phone that doesn't, it's not even activated anymore, but it got the text, which is interesting, because... They're hitting phones that don't even have service. A phone that has a SIM card. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I think I could actually dial 911 with yes. this phone, yes, but that's can. the only thing I can pretty much yes. do. That and receive presidential text. So it, it says, presidential alert. This is a test, all in caps, of the National Wireless Emergency Alert System. No action is needed. That's pretty much what I said. Yeah. What? You have to hit OK? 
Yeah. And I haven't had okay because I don't really use this phone. And I wanted to save it so it would be like something we could talk about. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to get into. I already gave you my yeah, theories yeah. behind the whole thing. Yeah, I got here at noon and we're just now starting. It's fucking 11 o'clock at night because uh, he talked about his fucking thing. Uh, it's interesting. I had to give you the whole backstory. <laughs> yeah, no, it was cool. Uh, starting but in yeah, 1776. So I was disappointed by the fact that it, Cause it wasn't was a text. It wasn't a text. It wasn't anything. It was well, fucking, it's a test, man. Fucking gay, dude. It was dumb. Well, they had to test this shit. You understand that, right? Yeah, just in case somebody accidentally sends the wrong text that we're getting bombed and missiles are coming towards us and seek shelter. Like what happens in Hawaii? Yeah, what happens in Hawaii doesn't always stay in Hawaii, apparently. No. So I'm about to hit okay on this. Are you getting rid of it? Yeah, um, maybe not yet. No, leave it. Leave it. It's like you're fucking... You could sell that on eBay. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. You know what I mean? Okay. So I got it on that phone, but not my other phone. That's fucking weird. The phone that actually has service, I didn't get the fucking text on. But I had an airplane mode. You would think the president could circumvent Override the airplane. The, that's what yeah. I would think. You yeah. would think it wouldn't matter. Because if it's a fucking emergency, hmm. airplane mode or not, it should push through. Yeah, mine, I was downloading porn, and it fucking came right through. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. And the funny thing is, so um, the old dude, security guy that I have, he... uh He's got one of those phones that just keeps notifying you that you've got a test message. So it went off, and he was checking in a driver, and it was a long time, and it kept going off. Every two seconds, you hear, dee-doo-dee-doo-dee-doo, and I'm like, dude, your phone is driving me nuts. No, that's not the phone. I already got the text message. Yeah, but you didn't acknowledge it. It's still going off. No, dee-doo-dee-doo-dee-doo. I'm like, dude, that's your phone. Dude, your fuck- get your fucking phone. It's not my phone, man. It's the emergency we- the weather. We have one of those emergency weather radio station things. He's like, it's got to be that. I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure he didn't send a text to the fucking radio. <laughs> and the kid dude doesn't know. He doesn't understand electronics at all. And he's like, it's not my phone. And I picked it up and I said, doo, doo, doo. I was like, it's in my ear. It's this fucking thing right here. Can you just fucking acknowledge it, please? Oh, hold on. Fucking. And he's got one of those flip phones from like 1904. He got the big buttons and shit. 1904. Yeah. And uh, History with Dave. Yeah. <laughs> you know how they do drunk history? I do like my own history. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so like he flipped it open and it stopped and then he shut it back and it was fine. But yeah, it was fucking annoying. But I was really hoping for something cool. Yeah. So now people, and you saw the memes all day long yesterday on Facebook. Everyone's talking about, oh, the president texted me. It must be pretty serious now. No, he didn't fucking text you. It's not a text message. If it was a text message, it would show up my fucking text message. It's not a goddamn text message. It's not on my phone anymore. It's gone. It's an emergency alert. Yeah, it's not a text message. Um, so it's not serious. All you fucking haters out there saying that text messages are real and you, you're texting shit with the re- president, you're not. Because you can respond to a text message. You can't respond to an emergency yeah. alert. You just fucking can't. Wouldn't it be so awesome if we could? eat your own dick off and shut up your asshole. Whoa. <laughs> it's not a fucking text. Um, this is going to be an angry podcast. Yeah. I'm at that, like, you're know, to that point where you're just tired and ready to fucking I'm just, kill somebody. Yeah. Um, well, Man. do you know who Milo Yiannopoulos is? Sure. I do. It's that gay dude that oh. um, he dressed like a cop one time when he was doing a fucking presentation. Yeah. Yeah. I well, know he's, he he's, a, he's a gay conservative. Yeah. Well, dude, how he, can you be conservative if you're gay? You're taking cock all day it long. It took me. <laughs> 10 hours to explain <laughs> everything because you didn't know shit about yeah, it. I think I showed him a video. I showed you a video of him. Whatever. No, I did. I think I showed you a video of him. Anyways, he's a he's an agent provocateur. And, yeah, he's, you know, he's gay as fuck. Whatever. And he's yeah. banned off Twitter and all that. Well, he uh, 
he he gets a kick out of people that freak out over dumb shit mm-hmm. like this. Uh, so Trump sent out that thing. Which, let's be honest, Trump didn't fucking send right, out the emergency right, thing. Right. It says a presidential alert. Uh, but, you know, one of his staff members did that oh, yeah. shit. So everybody's freaking out. Everybody hates Trump because of this shit now. Uh, so Yiannopoulos screenshotted his fucking, I don't know, whatever this was on. Maybe Facebook or something like that. Um, so this person tweeted. These are people that are tweeting just in general. Um, Trump just woke me up from my nap. More reasons to hate this man. All right, so there's one. Hmm. Now, keep in mind what time of day this went through. One eighteen p.m. Central. Okay. Uh, the next one. That fucking presidential alert just woke up my napping baby. I hate Trump so much. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one. Thanks, President Trump, for ruining my nap. Woke up scared as hell. Uh, the next one. I just woke up and thought Trump got us bombed because of the alert. Sadly, no. Back to sleep. The next one. Trump's text just woke me up at 2.30. What the fuck, man? All right, I see a problem here. Everybody has an issue with Trump text them they're all fucking napping which means none of these fucking people have jobs yeah which means the people that are against trump are unemployed losers that are taking naps yeah. at two in the fucking I afternoon take a nap at two o'clock in the afternoon and then have trump wake you up that's fine I mean, it's what better alarm I, I just think it's uh, only one of these is like one that i think is a legitimate bitch and that's the one that woke the baby up but then why did you have your phone next to the baby's head now, granted, I'm assuming right. you didn't have the phone next to me because that, well, shit's, might have. that mm-hmm. shit's loud, you know, the the uh, uh, whatever. But the rest of these, they're, they're all being woke up. I, I don't – it's just interesting to me that – who the fuck can nap at that time of day? In uh, what day was this, a Tuesday or Wednesday? It was or Wednesday. It was a Wednesday. So Wednesday at 2.30 in the afternoon, East Coast, one thirty Central – how are you able to nap? Mm-hmm. Something. Who, who the fuck? I'm at work at that time, and if I wasn't at work, and I was still on my other schedule, I would still be awake from the previous night. Mm-hmm. Fucking pussies! I'm taking a nap. Well, it's not like oh, I was sleeping from my third shift job. Right. It's no. I'm taking a nap. Are you all babies? I mean, what the fuck? So, literally, I, I'm, I'm beginning to think that anybody that doesn't like Trump is an unemployed loser. I agree. At a certain point, you, you almost have to wonder. Like, I approve this message. Oh, thank you. Yes. It's nice. I like that. Glad you approved the message yeah. that I just gave out there. Now your fucking head says to hurt. No, I, I'm moving it to the way back. It's just too goddamn bright in here, man. My eyes hurt. Is I it got really that bright? Eye. I got sensitive eyes, bro. Put them fucking purple sunglasses on. Oh, they Did are you? in here, aren't they? Should leave them here? Yeah, I did. See? Now you be pissed because I'm big time in your ass. Oh, here we go. Fucking big time in me. <laughs> oh, here we go. Fucking Howard Stern in studio. It's fucking <laughs> better, bro. Much better? Everything's yeah. purple. Everything's purple. Um, so... This thing right here, I, I, I've got this. Um, 
let's see. I don't even know how to begin this, but, uh, you know, people do, like, these walks for whatever cause. Yep. Bullshit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, well, there's one. Did you know every 67 seconds someone in the United States develops Alzheimer's disease? I forgot that. Yeah, it's not pretty, uh, it's interesting to me. <laughs> uh, the other interesting thing about this is the, uh, the writer, uh, I know there's multiple articles on this fucking front page of this paper. Uh, the same writer wrote all of them, so I'm beginning really? to wonder if this person just writes everything, everything? for yeah. this paper or or what. But uh, So there's a walk for 67 seconds? Huh? There's a walk for 67 seconds. Well, I don't think they're going to walk for 67 seconds. I think... It's a it's a walk for Alzheimer's, a walk to end Alzheimer's. Now, how the fuck do you think that's going to work? Not going to happen. Because they're going to start walking and get lost or something, mm-hmm. right? Like, I, I just don't understand. Why, why are we walking for that? Yeah, I don't know. Why do we walk for... Okay, uh, this is another thing I don't understand is these... Uh, oh, uh, we're, we're, we're doing a walk to for a cure to, for a cure for cancer. Yeah. Why don't we we walk and raise money to find out what's causing it rather than a cure? Because mm-hmm. once you figure out what's causing it, then the cure should just come. Like it should just, you know what I mean? You don't yeah. even know what the fuck's causing it. So how are you going to make a cure? Well, that's what we're trying to do: figure out a cure. How much figure out what it is? Yep. I, I think there's like a disconnect there. Did yeah. you know every sixty-seven seconds, someone in the U.S. develops Alzheimer's disease? I forgot you said that. <laughs> that was the joke. Oh, that's why I said it again. <laughs> I don't even know if that was 67 seconds, but it seemed like it was yeah. close. Wow. That's... Started on the episode just for that. <laughs> awesome. Super glad we did that. <laughs> so I went to this spy class. Yes, yes. Um, was it all you dreamed it would be? Uh, did you learn anything? I did learn. Yeah. Uh, so I went to this thing, sat down, and uh guy starts passing out waivers. I'm like, this is a fucking class where you take notes. <laughs> I'm not fucking signing a waiver. That literally the waiver says, like, uh, if I get hurt and all this shit, like, they're waived of being responsible. Right. And I'm like, what the fuck are we going to do in this class that I'm going to get hurt? Sit at a table, gonna take notes. Um, well, I left in pain. Really, my, my wrists you were so sore um, because I learned how to uh, get out of handcuffs. I learned how to get out of handcuffs. I learned how to get out of duct tape. I learned how to get out of zip ties. Nice. I learned how to get out of rope. Um, and that's just how to get out of those things. Like if you were have, to have been kidnapped. Okay, so let's uh, let me. Uh, let me start at the beginning. Back in 12, 13. 1904. <laughs> that's, the, uh, that's the title episode right there. 1904? Yeah, why not? Eh, we'll see. All right, so um, the guy that put this uh, thing on, he had teamed up with a former CIA. Uh, what did he say he was? Something with the CIA can't remember what he said. I don't think. Maybe he didn't say what the guy was in the city. Anyways, um, 
this uh, this class. It was a spy defense and survival class. Um, it was four hour. Uh, I guess a semi. I guess it was a class. Um, basically, the, the reason the the reasons for this class was for like if you were to be kidnapped, right? Um, if there was civil unrest within the country, a natural disaster, uh, just basic travel, personal uh, feuds, and everyday living. Um, <clears throat> did you know 60% of people die even after the ransom is paid in a kidnapping? Yes. Isn't that crazy? It's fucked up. Um, and then uh, 75% of the kidnappings in the world take place in Latin America and the Caribbean. Nice. Um Mexico City is the number one city to be kidnapped in. So don't go to Mexico City, basically. Uh, sounds fucked up down there. Anyways, I'm not going to go through everything here, but it was pretty cool. Um, so you, you basically partner up with somebody mm-hmm. in the class. So basically it goes through all these different, like, you know, different things whatever anyways and uh he gets himself he has somebody duct tape his hands up and he shows you how to break free from the duct tape and he says all right now partner up with somebody and duct tape each other and then get out. do what i just did get out uh duct tape super easy to get out of because duct tape rips i don't know if you ever used duct mm-hmm. tape before dave but uh you can just tear duct tape well even if it's like wrapped around and, and not like uh Wrapped around really good. There's a certain technique to do it, and you can break free. Um, I could actually show you. It'd be stupid to do it on the air because right. the visual portion, it's not going to make any sense. But anyways, it's pretty simple. Um, and then uh, after that, we went to rope. And um, I don't know. I, I The rope is an interesting one but i wonder because he had he had a not a super thick rope but a, a kind of a bigger one and i'm wondering if the bigger rope was easier to get out of if you're like being kidnapped or something like that mm-hmm. um and they use like a smaller rope i have a feeling it would be quite a bit harder to do the method so i kind of wonder I, i'd like to try that and see if like a smaller rope more of like a twine I don't think it would work right. the way he said, but I'd be curious to try it because I, well, I know the method now. Um, and then uh, also the different kinds of knots you could make. So if you just make like a, a normal regular knot, like those are pretty easy to get out of. But if you did some like fucked up knots, I think it would be kind of a bitch to get out of. Mm. Um, but anyways, this is this was all to like. So then we did. Um, but I, I was able to get out of every kind of knot. Uh, three different knots were tried on me, and I got out of all three. Nice. Um, then we did the zip ties. Zip tie is a motherfucker. Um, <laughs> simply because it hurts. It hurts your fucking wrists, like, real bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's the same concept as the, the duct tape removal. Um, but the key thing there is making sure the zip tie is as literally as tight as you can get it on your wrist to then break it. Because mm. you're basically breaking it. Right. Um, and there's a certain way to do it. Uh, once again, I could show you off the air. 
Um, but it hurts. It hurts your wrists a lot. Um, and, uh, to try and like help with some of the pain, we like, he had a duct tape around our wrists for the zip ties because mm-hmm. of the, now if you're in a life or death situation, it doesn't matter if it cuts into your skin because right. it's life or death. For a fucking training course, he's like, you don't want to like, you know, have mm-hmm. fucked up wrists, like looking fucked up. So you put duct tape around the wrist. Well, that takes all your fucking hair off on your wrist. Oh, yeah. And, uh, which I still have quite a bit of hair on my wrist, but, uh, Anyways, it hurts, dude. Like, like I really had to be like, I had to mentally piss myself off to get the fucking zip tie. Wow. And there were some thick zip ties. Um, then handcuffs. So now the whole handcuff thing is he had actual, like, police handcuffs, handed them out to everybody, and then, um, then he handed us, uh, a bar at. Okay. And a, uh, what's this called? Bobby pin? Bobby pin. Barrette and a bobby pin. You can get out of handcuffs with those. One of, each one can get you out. Uh, bobby pin will unlock them, like in the, the, the key mm-hmm. hole thing. And the barrette, um, doesn't go in like the key thing. It kind of, I don't even know if I should be saying any of this because, but here's the thing. Uh, they they give like a like a disclaimer. Right. Like we're not giving you this information so that you can escape if you've been arrested <laughs> from a cop. This is like if you've been kidnapped and put in handcuffs. Right. That's their disclaimer. Um and I don't know. I I kind of looked at the rest of the group and no one really looked shifty or shady. You know what I mean? But right. you just never know. Uh but anyways, uh, they so he hands all the everybody uh, these and a uh, set of handcuffs, and then shows you what to do, and then you try it. And he said once you've gotten it like three or four times, then you can do like one on your wrist, get that done before you advance to like both wrists right. doing it, and then behind your back. Uh, which he's like, we're not going to do the behind the back thing, but. Uh, one person did and was able to get out nice. uh, with the bobby pin. Then they did it with the, and we're going to do the barrette. Mm-hmm. And about 20 minutes later, the handcuffs were so tight, uh, he had to go up and, and the guy had to literally use a key to unlock the handcuffs. Wow. He fucked his wrists up so bad uh, trying to do the other one. But anyways, that was his own fault. He was told not to do that. Um, but, so there... Now the other, so that's that's getting out of those things. The other cool thing, which I can show you how to do all that. Yeah. Maybe you already know. I don't even know. Your dad's a cop. You might have some knowledge. But anyways, I can show you all that shit, Dave. You'll get the the private class. I guess. Cool. Uh, listeners just know that I know how to get out of that shit now. So <laughs> don't fucking kidnap me because I'm gonna get free. Um. Anyways, uh, one of the other things was like how to um tell if you're being followed yeah how to like uh evade to lose a tail yeah and shit like that what to look for um different things all that shit was interesting dude it was uh i don't know i felt like that was a part of the class well i mean even with the getting out of these different things and the handcuffs and all that i felt like you know you're getting 
some knowledge that they probably actually teach people right. in the CIA for when they're in other countries. And oh, yeah, probably. Shit like that. Um, and then he went through, so, like, he went through, like, these different levels of uh, kind of like your, not necessarily a bug-out bag, you know what a bug-out bag mm-hmm. is? Like the doomsday preppers and shit. <laughs> but, like, a uh, like what you should always carry on yourself, like, all the time. And then you should have a... So, like, the different levels of prep. Right. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. All right. So, do you want to hear some of the stuff you're supposed to carry on yourself every day? Yeah. Maybe this is interesting to you. Maybe it's not. I don't know. I don't want to bore you. No, you're fine. All right. So, this is what you should carry on, on yourself every day, according to these guys, to prevent issues or to prep yourself for any issue. A pocket knife. A gun. A lockpick set. Hmm. Um, oh, by the way, I can also pick locks now. Nice. We gotta have to learn that. Um, a cell phone and uh, an extra battery or power mm-hmm. uh, thing for it. Bobby pins, obviously. Which I don't know why you'd need the. Well, I guess the bobby pin because you know lockpick sets for other things. But I was right. gonna say, why the fuck would you need both? But yeah, uh, a credit card knife. Have you ever heard of them? Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, now there was a question brought up with the credit card knife. Well, how do I get that on an airplane? You know, Mm. and, uh, said, just hide it in a book. Apparently they can't fucking see it or something. I don't know. Hmm. Said he's never had an issue and he carries it all the time on him, puts it in a book and gets through every time. So good job, TSA. Um, a hair barrette. I didn't know there was a different kind of a barrette. Me neither. Uh, but anyways, they're a barrette. Um, a uh, parachute cord. You know what that is? Paracord. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the recommendation with that was uh, just get shoelaces that's paracord. You know what the paracord's used for? No. So let's say you got kidnapped, Dave. They, uh, they duct taped your hands together, then they zip tied it, and then they put a rope around it. And uh, three in the back of a trunk. Okay. Um, you used your fingers to untie your shoes, get that paracord undone. You would uh, you you would tie a loop on at each end of the thing of the uh, paracord. Mm-hmm. You'd, you'd have to go. You'd have to. You want it around the whatever's got your hands bound. So you'd you'd string it like. Around, then you'd put your feet in the loops that you just tied, and then you do a bicycle motion with your feet, and it, the paracord literally cuts the. Oh, nice! Cuts all that shit. Yeah. So that's like, that's a little thing that anybody can do. But they said you get get that shit because that paracord's like super fucking strong, and mm-hmm. uh, it literally will just cut. It'll like bur- burn. It'll burn through the zip tie. It'll it'll burn through the tape. It will burn through rope. You know, slice it all that shit. Uh, it just may take you a little bit to do it. But That's awesome. It says it should take five minutes to undo your shoelaces, um, loop it, and, and tie the two things and get them on your feet to, to start doing the bicycle. And then you do that. And depending on how thick or what it is that's bound to you, mm-hmm. as long as it's not metal, you you can get out of it. That's crazy. So that's one way. If you Never would have thought. If you don't have you know the other things or the ability to like break free, from whatever's bound to you, mm-hmm. just fucking use the paracord. 
And the weird thing is, and I liked this, I'm looking into this, is the guy that was doing the uh, doing the class, he had the paracord shoelaces, and you can get this paracord shoelaces where, all right, so you have shoes on, right, with yep. the, the tip of the shoelace? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's that little plasticky thing? Right. Well, at the tip of his shoelaces, his paracord shoelaces, is a handcuff key. <laughs> Oh, no shit. It's like a built-in little key. So you literally can just fucking unlock that. Right. And and no criminal that's kidnapping notices shit like that. Mm-hmm. Except now that I'm saying on a podcast. It's assuming we have a high level of uh, criminal listener, which right. I don't think we I do. I doubt it, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that's one way to get those. I don't know how much they cost or where you get them, but look for the paracord shoelaces that literally have the handcuff key. Now, maybe also consider... The likeliness of you being kidnapped, right? You know, don't spend nine hundred dollars on some fucking shoelaces if mm-hmm. you're never gonna. You know what I mean? But do you, do you feud a lot? Do you know? I don't think you're in a country that you would have to worry about it, really. Yeah, no. But you know, if you're CIA in a country, it yeah, may be more handy. Anyways, right. um, so that that's kind of neat. Um. Between $120 and $320 in cash, and at least one of them needs to be a $100 bill. And this is for, um, <clears throat> he said, basically to gain access to something or to bribe someone. Makes sense. For something, for information, or, you know, depending on the situation you're in. You know what I mean? A fucking active shooter. Right. And you need to, I don't know, he basically said... At, at least 120 to 320 in cash. It's got to be hidden on your person somewhere. And then a tactical pen. Have you ever seen one of these? No. Uh, I was going to get one because he was selling them there. But uh, his tactical pens. So we did this one like exercise where uh shows you how to use them like as a weapon. So they look like a pen. They're like metal. Um, but they get through TSA. You know, everything's hunky-dory with all that. But the uh, they can like break glass. Mm-hmm. They have like that little. You seen a, a center punch? Yeah, um, at the on like the cap or whatever. And then uh, you know they can pierce just about anything. These fucking things. So it's more like a defense weapon, um, or to get out through some glass or whatever. Anyways, they're pretty cool, um, but they're kind of pricey. Not like super pricey, but probably more than you'd want to. And they actually write. You can actually write right. with one too. Um, but yeah, we did this one exercise where like your partner, so he had all these em- empty pizza boxes and he said, don't, don't fucking hold the pizza box up to your face mm-hmm. or up close to your body. Hold it out because, uh, and he basically had like the person with the pizza box was the, attacker. I, I'm approaching you attacker right. and then you react and stab the pizza box rather than the person. And uh, these pizza boxes were fucked up at the end. So now, granted, that's different than skin, but right. I imagine someone would be fucked up. And there's certain key spots you want to hit um, with the tactical pen or yeah. aim for Makes to sense. like do the most damage. I have that list uh, right here if you want to know. Yeah, for sure. Curious. Yeah. Uh, the eyes, of course. The neck, mm-hmm. ribs, mm-hmm. kidney, mm-hmm. sinus area. Oh, really? Yeah. And then the groin pelvis area, mm-hmm. mainly for men. Not right. going to work too much on women. But then again, how many women are trying to kidnap 
right. or attack. Not many. You know what I mean? So unless you got China coming at you, mm-hmm. I don't think you got to worry about it. Um, so that's what you carry on your person. The uh, let's see. All right. So now this would be in like a laptop type bag. Okay. Not even like a backpack, or maybe like a backpack you'd carry around, or a laptop bag, something like he he said laptop bag. Um, one of those uh, they call it a brick charger. It's one of those extra power sources yeah. for like a phone or whatever. Um, a bulletproof panel. Okay. To put like in the laptop, but you know, which now they make that switchblade backpack. I don't know if you've seen that. Mm-hmm. That you literally can pull the thing and that's a fucking bulletproof vest in yeah. front of you. Those are badass. And he said he had ordered he had ordered one of those, and they're um, oh, like seven weeks behind. Jesus, because they have so, so many, many orders, orders for that shit. It's fucking brilliant, though. But you know how much they are? Almost four hundred fucking dollars. Oh my god, dude! So think about how much money that company's raking. That's mm. going to be a fucking billion dollar business just because yeah. of uh, the bullshit going on in this country. That's crazy, dude. So. Uh, yeah, I'll wait. Mm-hmm. I'll take my chances. Um, spare ammo. Um, he said, "Put those in like you have, if you have a, if you have a gun, like a conceal and carry. Put spare ammo in an Altoids container in your little laptop bag. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not gonna be able to get that on an airplane. No, but uh, you know, um, a lock picks. Once again, a, a poncho or a scarf and or a scarf." Um, didn't go into much with the poncho, but the scarf, he said, um, when he w- was, uh, working with the CIA guy learning all this shit mm-hmm. or whatever, it was him and a handful of other guys that were in the CIA. And I guess they played this game was how many ways can you use a scarf or, you know, how many different ways can you use a scarf basically as like a thing and, I guess they have like endless amounts of things really? that they can use a scarf for, like not just to wear around your neck or as a disguise or whatever, like for all this tactical shit. Now he didn't go into a bunch of them, but uh, he didn't do a lot bunch of shit a with with a scarf. You know, it's, it's got to be a good scarf. You can't just mm-hmm. get some piece of shit from Walmart. But right, um, a knife, a quick clot. You know what that is? A quick what? Quick clot. No. It's a, I guess it's a pad and, and it's one of those like tear open pads and kind of like a bandage. Oh yeah, but yeah, for the, a cut, the yeah. The pad has that shit that clots, whatever, mm. so if you got fucked up. A flashlight, and a multi-tool. Uh, have you ever heard of an auto jiggler? Mm. That's an auto jiggler. Now they're illegal. Oh, in, nice. In certain, uh, I think it's mostly major cities. Um. But I, I believe you can use an auto jiggler, and I'm trying to remember now what the fuck he said. I, it's something to do with um, you can unlock cars and start cars with this fucking really? thing. Really? So it's like something that criminals can use. This is why it's illegal in like major cities where mm-hmm. there's tons of cars. Where like if you're where they're not illegal is like the country where there is no cars. Um, I don't know how easy it is to get one, but you should have one. Uh, yeah, it's carry one in your fucking laptop bag hmm. for an emergency situation where like uh, there's a bunch of riots and shit, and you need the fuck out of there. Right. Take that motherfucking car right there. It, it only works on certain models. I can't remember if it's either 
2000 and current or 2000 and older. It, it's something. I can't remember what he said. Probably in current. Um, but it, they're, they're illegal, so you have to check your local laws. Mm-hmm. So don't just go get one. Make sure you you can actually have it. Right. A uh, small roll of duct tape, um, a lighter, some more paracord, you know, for your mm-hmm. uh, handkerchief, um, cash, the 120 to 320. Now, you don't need that on you and in the bag, but I think... Totally. I think that's what he's saying is have it on you, have it in the bag, then you're, you know, and then the local map. So when the fucking grid sense. goes down and everything goes out. You know where the fuck you are and where, how to get there. You don't there. know how, yeah, because your phone's mm-hmm. not going to work mm-hmm. for the map. You know what I mean? So that's all. Um, so there's that. Now the next one is this is what you keep in your car. Just always have it in your car. Uh, a toolbox. Don't have it. Um, and in the toolbox, not meaning like a fucking go get a craftsman toolbox right. and fill it with tool. No, you need a hammer, a wrench, and some screwdrivers. Basically, that's what you need. So, tools is what it really should be, right. not a toolbox. But you know, grab the the essential tools that you would fucking need: uh, a hatchet, a tow rope, hand crank radio, matches, crowbar, gas mask, first aid kit. A local map, paracord, uh, whoa, a fixed blade knife with sheath, okay, um, collapsible shovel, you know the the army kind, yep, uh, bolt cutters, and then uh, food, water, and medicine. And he said to duct tape your bottle of water. Why? Um, because if you're in, so. Super hot weather, it will keep the water cold. In super cold weather, it'll prevent it from getting hot, uh, freezing, and 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 expanding, and all that. It'll keep it. That's I'm reading the duct tape. Fucking like really prevents it from getting too hot, too cold, too too you know, or free too cold to freeze. Shit like it's like really weird. Hmm. But yeah, it keeps it. And then two leaking. Well, that part I get. Yeah. Yeah. So duct tape your bottle of water. The ones you keep in your. Uh, a bag in your car for, like, shit to go wrong, basically. Mm-hmm. Interesting, right? That is very crazy. And then we got into, if you're, like, way into prepping, a cash. You know what a cash is? A cash? No, just cash. C-A-C-H-E. Oh, yeah. Cash. So this would be, like, uh, something you would... Kind of like you'd you'd prep a uh, like the laptop bag, mm-hmm. but then go hide it somewhere. He said, "Hide that shit within two miles from your house, because if you're at your house and shit goes down and you right. got to get to it, you don't want it to be so fucking far away that you're never going to make it. Right? But you don't want it so close that anybody can get it. Yeah, if you're being chased, you, you want to be able to get far enough away where whoever's chasing you probably going to stop, but yet you can get this thing and it's easy to get to." Um, he said the the two most common spots to cash some shit would be old churches or parking garages. Um, so if you're ever in a parking garage, look around because somebody might be cashing some shit there. Now don't necessarily go take it, but uh, be interesting. I'm keep my eyes open for shit like that. I'm huh? definitely gonna keep looking. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And then yeah, it's basically the the same thing. Now I said if you're gonna make a cash. And bury it somewhere. Mm-hmm. You can get those those uh, 
So it'd basically be like a smaller version of the laptop bag, I guess. Um, probably not even the laptop. Probably a smaller version of what you carry on your yourself. Right. But you'd like duplicate those things and put them in like a so an, an elbow, like a, a a big elbow PVC pipe. Okay. That you could so you get the elbow and then you screw on each side the the, the cap the little cap. Mm-hmm. And nothing will get in, nothing will fuck it up. It's a fucking PB. And then if you bury it, um, now I said if you have, we're going to put metal in that shit, it's got to be five feet down into the ground, though. Really? Otherwise, if somebody's with a metal detector looking for oh, whatever, find it. They'd, it, it would indicate to them. If you go more than five feet, it won't pick up on those things. Unless they had, like, a really good one. But, you know, obviously pick your fucking place wisely too mm-hmm. you know but then too if you're in an emergency situation you want to sit there and fucking dig five feet yeah or more yeah. or more for your fucking cash, yeah, for your like, shit yeah uh because i would assume too you're you're in a situation you're probably uh adrenaline's up which means you're using all your uh like your calories and all that shit like right. it's not calories your fucking energy basically all the food and shit you drank it's giving you energy. You're gonna grow, go through it quicker because your adrenaline's higher and you're in a situation. You know, mm-hmm. so you don't want to waste all your fucking energy digging a five foot hole looking for this shit, and then find out you just dug in the wrong spot. <laughs> that would really suck. Um, <clears throat> but anyways, that's kind of a cool thing. I did say, if you do some shit like that, don't put a gun in it. Right. Because if somebody else finds it, then use that gun in a crime. Dawn, Guess yeah. who's in trouble? Yeah, you are. You. Mm-hmm. Unless they literally have this on video of the other person doing it. If all they got's the gun, it's registered to you. You're screwed. You're fucked. Mm-hmm. Um, then we got into intelligence gathering. This was exciting for me. That's cool. Um, uh, let's see here. How much of this do I want to get into? get to a little bit of it um so i think this this part of it was mainly cia stuff like when they send these uh, people what the fuck would you call them operatives or let's say a team uh, whatever to other countries to do whatever this is the kind of shit they tell them but he said basically it's not just for them because you can do this yourself all the time Anyways, you're moving, let's say, to another state or city, or you're going to go visit for when you go uh, visit your your college mm-hmm. or your university or whatever. Yep. You could do this while you're there, basically. Said so when you get there, what's you figure out? These are the, these are like the main things you need to figure out right away, in case shit were to go down. So, uh, what the cultural norms are, mm-hmm. meaning like, well, you know what that means. Yep. Um, how people dress because ultimately if you're you want to be able to just blend in you don't want to stand out this is where the whole cia thing comes in right not necessarily you but this i'm just yeah, going, going down the list yeah. um what are the roads like where are the traffic choke points so if you some shit went down here you kind of want to know well it's fucking clogged right there it's clogged over there i, I only got one way out so you need to be aware of that one way out and where you're at in relation to it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Keep those um, those things the, where the closest hospital is, uh, closest police department. Where's the 
closest food and water source, fresh water source, between uh, where you're at, basically, like, uh, you know. Right. Once again, this, have, we're talking like a natural disaster right, or something. Right. You've got to have a plan of where you're going to get clean water. Yeah. Which I don't ever think of that when I go anywhere because uh, I guess everybody, you kind of just assume in today's world, like, well, I can go get a fucking bottle of water. Mm-hmm. Well, no, because ultimately if some crazy shit goes down, which isn't likely, but if it does, man, all the, that shit's going to be looted fast. Oh, fuck yeah. And then you're going to be trying to figure out where the fuck you're going to get water. That's the first thing that goes. Yeah. Food's the second mm-hmm. thing. Yep. And medicine's probably the third. Yeah, I think those are the yeah. top three and probably the only three, really. I mean, some yeah. people steal stupid shit like TVs and whatnot. Yeah. Oh, the power grid went down. I'm going to go take this TV. Yeah. Well, good luck with that cause it's not going to turn on, dumb fuck. Yeah, it'll come back on sometime. Now it gets really bad as TV. Yeah. Um, now take a nap and get pissed off. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, also, the, the demographics of the area. Uh, the closest pharmacy, the fastest way to escape during an emergency. Like, you're supposed to, like, he's saying you go there and you, like, figure all this shit out. Like, basically, which is kind of weird. You don't want to spend your fucking, like, you go on a vacation, you don't want to spend half your vacation trying to figure this shit out. So by the time you got it all figured out, your vacation's over. Like I said, I think a lot of this was based on people that are inputted into a place, another country or something, for a long period of time. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to be here, and uh, it's going to be you. You and maybe two other people that are doing this operation for six months. So you need to know this shit. That's where I think a lot of this comes from. Uh, also, the closest train station, bus station, and airport. Um, and then that cash that you have mm-hmm. can be used at, like, an airport to uh, bribe a pilot to get you the fuck out of there if you needed to. Um, and I think they carry a lot more money than what he's recommending us common folk carry. Um, so, yeah. And then, let's see. Your priorities when a crisis occurs. This is interesting. Uh, well, some of this is interesting. I think it makes sense. It's pretty common. Uh, you need to worry about your safety first. You need to change your location. Arm yourself. Not necessarily with a gun, but some sort of uh, weapon. You need to assess the gear that you have. Uh, a take left turns. Which I really? thought this was interesting because, and the reason behind this note here is that, let's say a crisis occurs. Let's just use Las Vegas Massacre as a, as a, um, reference point. Reference point. Mm-hmm. You're running away from this. Most people are right-handed. Most people then turn right. It's a natural thing to turn right. Well, he said, if you're in a situation and, you know, shit's going down in a giant fucking city or something, bombing or what, who knows what the fuck's going on, and you're retreating and you turn right and you turn right and you turn right and you turn right, and you turn right you're, you're back where you started. Right. So I said, within every two right turns, take a left. Because ultimately, you'll just keep getting further away, then you'll never loop back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, uh, I don't know, I thought that was interesting. And then he said the other thing is go high. Go up. Because if somebody's chasing you, you go into a place and you go out the back door and go up. If you can go up, most of the time, if they're chasing you, they go up. They don't look up, they just keep going. Right. 
Uh, I don't know. You'd have to, I guess, figure out how stupid the fucking mm-hmm. people are that's mm-hmm. chasing you. Um, let's see. What else? Lock picking. Uh, I'll just give a few little things about this that will be useful. I'm not going to tell you how to pick a lock, but... You can show me. I can show you, which I can't... It's stupid to do it on the podcast because nobody can see it, but 75% of... Locks are quick sets. That's the name brand, the quick set. K-W-I-K-S-E-T. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 75% of the people in this country, at least, maybe around the world, I don't know, but in this country specifically, have quick sets. They're the easiest ones to pick. Uh, really? Why? Did you say why? It's just the most common mm-hmm. one out there. So they're the easiest ones to, to pick. Now, um, I don't know. Christmas, shit like that, you've got a. It's probably the most likely time that if you're going to have a professional criminal go around robbing houses that wasn't just breaking a glass window or a door and getting in, they're going to actually use a lockpick thing and get mm-hmm. in your house. I mean, that would be the way to do it. So he, he recommended, I don't know where you got this from, get the Schleg or Medco brand of locks for your home because those are a lot harder to pick. And you're more safe with those. Well, safety is uh, very important. <laughs> yeah. That's why you took the class. Yeah, well, I took the class because I was curious. What are we mm-hmm. going to learn? Is this going to be a giant waste of money or is this going to be uh, interesting? Anyways, um, and then we got into human lie detector. Things That's cool. To, things to look for. Yeah, behavior clusters. Um, so, I don't know. I I don't want to give anybody uh, these trade secrets, mm-hmm. um, but you know I've already given away a lot of free, lot, yeah, free info. Not not a shit ton that you probably couldn't already find out somewhere, which is why I'm picking and choosing what I say here. But uh, I'm not going to go into the lie detector thing. Just that we we did learn about that shit. Um, one other thing I will, or no, well, probably like. Two things, three things that I'll probably, mm-hmm. I'm going to cover. So hotels, when you go to a hotel, you're yes. going to be staying at a hotel when you go to Arizona, Dave. One day, yes. Uh, just for one day? Mm-hmm. Okay. This is what he says. Now, you have to determine as uh, the seriousness of any of this. But, uh, you know, do, do, do what you want. But this is what he recommends when you go to a hotel in a town you aren't familiar with. Okay. Uh, make sure you weren't followed on the way to the hotel. So let's say somebody spots you. You decided to wear your best suit getting off the airplane. Mm-hmm. Somebody spots you. Oh, this guy's got money. Make sure you weren't followed to the hotel. Don't stay higher than the sixth floor. Yep. And don't stay on the first floor. Makes sense. Um, well, you know why not higher well, than the sixth yeah, floor? Yeah, the ele- or the ladder on the uh, uh, fire truck. Yeah. Well, I don't think a lot of people know shit like that. Mm-hmm. So... Um, and the first floor is the easiest accessible, so don't stay on either one of those. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, don't stay next to a stairwell. Okay. <clears throat> Which I would have kind of thought maybe the opposite, as like a quick retreat point. But I uh, says it's don't also, don't stay next to one. So it's also a quick easy access point. Yeah. Um, somebody could fuck you up and get out of there. Mm-hmm. Uh. Make sure you're not followed off the elevator. Uh, don't open your door to strangers. No shit. Um, 
always use the lock. And then I thought this part was interesting. Um, apparently they have door stopper alarms or pincher alarms. Have you heard of either one of these? Uh, well, I guess these are things you can, like a door stopper alarm is something you can put. So you, you shut your hotel door or whatever. And, uh, you put this door stopper alarm and the fucking door moves while you're sleeping or something like that. So fucking alarm will go off. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with like the pincher alarm. It's these two, it's kind of like a tweezers. Okay. If yeah. the tweezers, so like, and the, the pincher alarm you could use, like, let's say you have a, an asshole kid who, uh, gets up in the middle of the night and sneaks candy or something from the cupboard. Mm-hmm. It's just a stupid example, but let's say you had this situation. And, uh, so you put this pincher alarm in the, uh, between, you know, in between the cupboard door or whatever, and the kid gets up and fucking sneaks it. Well, that pincher comes undone, lets off this fucking loud, uh, presidential text sound, <laughs> and, uh. Thank you from your nap. <clears throat> yeah, and, and fuck you up. Uh, so, I think I'm gonna get some pincher alarms. I think it's, it's pretty neat. Like the, uh, just to like, fuck with people in my house. They, they, they don't know what's been alarmed, mm-hmm. these little pincher alarms, so I'm just going to let it, just hide them and see who's getting into what. Um, anyways, uh, but yeah, you bring one of those, because you can do that at the hotel, and uh, I think it's kind of hard to get into hotel rooms anymore. They got those fucking locks pretty good. Oh, yeah. um, it says, I have a gun and a flashlight. It's, I don't know how you're going to fly with a gun unless you got the right thing. It's kind of a hassle. Um, flashlight kind of makes sense. Um, also says a smoke hood or a gas mask. So, uh, smoke hood is obviously for if there's a fire. Right. Gas mask is if there's a gas leak. But I don't know who really wants to travel with a fucking gas mask. These are, we're talking like preppers here, okay. Um, also 50 foot feet of rope, uh, a carabiner, which is those little yeah. clips for your keys, and some gloves. I think those three go together. It's like if you need to get the fuck out, 50 feet of rope will get you almost to the ground from your no higher than sixth floor room and uh get the fuck out of there um let's see we don't need to get into the whole flying thing or should we what flying thing uh the basically that the the biggest risk when flying will happen within the first 3 minutes of takeoff and the or the eight and the final eight minutes of the flight. It's either the first three or the final eight of takeoff and landing. Um, that's when most problems happen on an airplane. Meaning like they're going to be a hijacking or something with the engines are going right. to fuck up or whatever. That's when if you're just like going, more, more than likely nothing's going to happen. I don't know. I guess a hijacking can happen anytime. But um, sit within five rows of an exit. Get the fuck out of there. And at the beginning of a issue on an airplane, you have 90 seconds to escape. That's like, well, you don't just have that. I said that's that's the your goal, 90 seconds to get the fuck out of there for whatever it is. Right. Uh, which I, you could probably go into more about that specific, but what he's specifically talking about there. Um then, then uh, he went into a whole thing about uh, disappearing. So let's say you got like uh, a crazy ex-boyfriend or crazy ex-girlfriend, 
and they're going to fucking kill you and you need to fucking get it. Went through this whole shit about how to disappear. I'm not going to talk about any of that on this podcast because I don't want to. I think that's that's paid items of information there. Um, And that's pretty much uh, pretty much it. So was it worth it in your mind? Um. I I would say yeah I, I don't know mm-hmm. I, I guess you'd have to figure out what's the what's the worth of what I paid compared to what I got out of it was it was it worth that amount of money ultimately if I end up using any of these or ha- have to have to use any of these skills or th- this shit that I learned mm-hmm. yeah probably it will pay off but if I don't ever have to use any of this and I just have this knowledge, big waste. Uh, no, I wouldn't say it's a big waste. I just don't think it's worth that amount. So I guess it's not like I want to live my life hoping or trying to find a fucking crisis situation or kidnapping situation or something to insert myself in just so that this can be valuable. You obviously don't want to do that, but I guess in a way it's nice to know this kind of shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so. And it was four hours? It was four hours. Wow. I guess they That's have... a lot of shit. They have four-hour class. They have an eight-hour class. So the four-hour class, the, the thing we do right at the end is um, your partner that you've been working with the whole class, uh, they put a... So like what you see in a movie, they put the bag over your head, mm-hmm. you can't see, and then your partner ties you up or whatever in a in a however they want to do it and you have three minutes to get out of it holy shit um i failed (laughs) um but it's because at that point my wrist hurt so fucking bad and i couldn't you you can't fucking see through the bag right and uh i I just couldn't break my zip tie and i didn't uh i didn't have any paracord (laughs) And that was my own bad for not prepping myself with the paracord. Right. Uh, but anyways, um, it is what it is. It's not like it's fucking graded or anything. Right. But, uh, yeah, I, I failed the... I, I could have done it. it. It would have taken more than three minutes. But then again, if my wrists hadn't been so fucking sore, I probably could have broke them sooner. But anyways, doesn't matter. Um, in the eight-hour class, I think they go way more in-depth with uh, a lot of these, like, Things we got kind of covered, probably more in depth on everything, even the shit I didn't talk about. Mm-hmm. And then they do a two day class, and there's a two week class, and then I think there's like a month long class. Jesus. But I think that those longer classes are for like uh, police officers or, you know, CIA people, shit, shit like that that are like uh, need, would need the, the full training. But anyway, I guess the two day class. Was it the two day? Yeah, it's a two day class. Um, one of your 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 final challenge mm-hmm. is you get the bag over the head, tied up, you know, in, in you know whatever way, and um, put into a trunk, and you have like so long to get out. Right, which is interesting. I'd kind of like to try it, but at the same time... Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, how good are you going to be getting out of a trunk? Well, 
That's. <laughs> I, I think. But the, see, some of the trunks nowadays, though, they all have they, that. They all have panic that. little yeah. yellow. But I think the whole point is, be in a small space that you can't see. It's dark, and you're tied up, and you have to get free. Right. Within this small confined space, obviously they don't do that. So they just do like it's kind of like. Uh, the challenged light, you know, for the mm-hmm. four-hour class. Then it's probably a little bit more involved for the eight-hour. Two-day one is, Way you know, where yeah. this is probably what would actually happen if you were going to be kidnapped or mm-hmm. there was a reason for you to be kidnapped, you know, whatever. And then, and it probably gets more intense the longer the class because you're learning more, mm-hmm. you have more time to practice the different things and all that. Anyways, it's interesting. Um, it's just like anything. You can, like the handcuffs, you can pick the fucking handcuff thing you can you can probably do that in your sleep just like people can undo their guns and put the guns back together with their eyes blindfolded right because they don't muscle muscle yeah. memory yeah and mm-hmm. just like you do anything enough and you'll be able to do that so uh, but the problem is i don't own handcuffs mm-hmm. that are from like an actual right. police officer so it's not like i can really practice it but uh it's handy i mean i wouldn't have paid that money just for that information, but I don't know. It was it was fun. It was interesting. I have real police um, handcuffs you can borrow. Do you? Mm-hmm. Uh, you should bring them, and then I can show you how to use these. Okay. So maybe next time bring your actual police handcuffs, and we'll try it. Um, maybe we'll film that demonstration and throw it on mm-hmm. the book or something. We could do that. Since I don't have a YouTube anymore. <laughs> uh, but anyways, um, yeah. So it was cool, nonetheless. is is good, but uh, I think it's almost your birthday, Dave. Almost uh, another half hour. Getting there. So, anyways, I think we'll end it here. Okay. Unless you got anything else, I think I covered everything I, I don't, wanted to. I don't have anything else. Okay. I'm more so. I totally forgot about that class. So I'm glad you said something about it. Yeah. I wanted to go, but it was last minute and was, didn't have time. A little, a little expensive too mm-hmm. but eh, it is what it is right. did you know 67 percent or every <laughs> every 67 okay like the joke's done now. yeah you fucked it up. all right well right out. left out please subscribe to the detour podcast network on itunes and don't forget to rate and review while you're there you can also download the stitcher and podbean app to your device for free and search detour podcast network and subscribe you enjoy listening to the shows on the D2R Podcast Network and spread the word to everyone you know. Your word of mouth is our best advertising method and we appreciate your support. Thanks for listening. Ho, 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 Merry Christmas. It's that time of year again, and if your guy or your girl's got a beard and you want to celebrate with them, why not buy them some Phoenix Beard Oils? We've got great holiday scents that make you just cream your jeans. So check out phoenixbeardoils.com and give somebody the bird for the holiday season. Ho, ho, motherfucking ho.
everyone. It's that time of year again. No matter what you're celebrating this holiday season, Amazon has gifts for everyone. Go to D2RPN.com and click the Amazon banner and help out the D2R Podcast Network. Happy holidays from everyone here at the D2R Podcast Network. Do you have a question, comment, or concern? 872-242-8311. Or maybe you'd just like to hear your voice instead of ours. 872-242-8311. Then call the D2R Podcast Network hotline at USA Chat 311. That's 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. No matter the time or day, you can call 24-7 and operators will be standing by. 872-242-8311. Your call is important to us. 872-242-8311. So once again, USA Chat 311. 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311.